Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hippie Christian Who Cares podcast on family. We have been talking for the last three weeks. And when I say we, it's me. I'm Chrissy Baki. I'm the Hippie Christian Who Cares. And I have been talking about family. First, I talked about my family. Then I talked about moms specifically in the Bible and different families. Last week, I talked about some specific families, how not all families are created equal. And I just want to wrap it up with the family of Christ. And who is that? Well, that's all of you and how all of you are part of my family. I like the way that um, Audio Adrenaline addresses it in a song called Big House. I don't know if you got some shelter, say a place to hide. I don't know if you live with friends in whom you can confide. I don't know if you got a family, say a mom or dad. I don't know if you feel love at all, but I bet you wish you had. Come and go with me to my father's house. Come and go with me to my father's house. That, my friends, is the body of Christ, the family of Christ. And for that, I say, hello, family. So I've definitely talked about my personal family. Um, That is the DNA that is my family, my mom and dad, four brothers and a sister and aunts and uncles and all that good stuff. But what really defines a family? In fact, the Bible itself talked about a lot of wild and crazy families. And so how do we really define family? I found a definition that I thought was fabulous. It came from the womenspodium.com. And I don't honestly know very much about that, their forum or their platform, except this article on the definition of a true family. And I loved it. It says the definition of a true family is just this a group of people who have each other's back and are willing to go to the ends of the earth to bring a smile to the other's face. Call it a true family or a real family. The true family definition is the sense of loyalty, selflessness, love, and genuine care and concern for others. How much do you love that? I hope you love it as much as I do, and it fits right in with my hippiechristian.com. That's not even a thing. I say it all the time. There is no hippiechristian.com. And if there is, it's not mine. So ignore me on that. I actually kind of think I'm funny though, creating like fake websites. It's not real. But hippiechristian at gmail.com is my email address. So that is real, hippiechristian at gmail.com, my real email address. But I digress. 
as always I do. I just know that the Bible says love God and love people. And in loving people, that includes the true DNA of your family, that your the people that made up who you are and everything about actual biological family. And it may not be that easy. You may be distanced and separated from them. You may not know them. You can still pray for them. You can still pray about them and talk to God if there's big problems and concerns or issues give it to God, give it to your true heavenly father, but they are the body of Christ. They are part of Christ's family. There's friends that are family. And I'll tell you in this four week episode or series, in the four week series, episode four is where we're at right now. And this is wrapping it up. But When I started this series, my mom was on daily hospice. She has since went to heaven, and we've recently had her funeral or celebration of life. It really was quite a celebration, too, honestly. Beautiful flowers, balloons, lots of um, people sharing fun stories and Um, There were even laughs, and of course there was sadness, absolutely. But at the end of the day, it was amazing. And so in that, there were people who I would call family that were present that had nothing to do with my DNA at all. Um, Best friends in the whole world like Jody and Didi and Joan, Wayne and Jolene. And I think I even mentioned all of those names the first go round. But my church family, my church is St. Mark Lutheran Church in Janesville, Wisconsin. It's a Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And um, I always like to poke the bear because the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod drives me nuts, which is why I really call myself a hippie Christian. But I still stay a member because I love the family that that church is made up of. The men and women that are members there are truly this definition, a group of people who have each other's back and are willing to go to the ends of the earth to bring a smile to others' face. And it's even more than that in terms of this says sense of loyalty, self selflessness, love, and genuine care and concern for others. It's a servanthood of people that will do what it takes to take care of people. And I think that is phenomenal. If you are not part of a church, that's okay. It really is. I belong because I learned how to go to church when I was young, and it was part of who we were as my DNA family. My biological family always went to church, and so maybe it was a habit. Maybe um, 
I didn't always love going at certain points in time. Of course, when you're in middle school, who wants to get up and go to church and blah, blah, blah. It sounds so boring, right? But I have come to love it. And that's because I've come to know who Jesus is. And so that's where that's where I suggest to start is to just find out who Jesus is, who this God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I think God quite honestly and on purpose puts himself into the context of family so that we would understand it both if our family is good and if our family is not so good. Because families are just plain and simply messed up. And if you think your family is normal, congratulations. That is fabulous and true. Because perception is reality, so they say. And there's truth to that in terms of this is what you know. This is what feels comfortable and what is good. Now, there may come a time where you realize, oh my gosh, my family isn't normal. Like, it's not normal to put open pit barbecue sauce on a taco that's comprised of seasoned beef, grated American cheese, lettuce, tomato, maybe onion, on a corn tortilla with open pit barbecue sauce. Like, I don't... I don't even think you can call that a real taco. Like it's probably not even authentic at all. And, and I thought that was normal growing up. Like that's what my family did. I have two siblings who still like to put open pit barbecue sauce on their taco. And it cracks me up. My point being though is... It was normal. That's what we did in my family. And so it was good. And until I actually learned what a real taco that would probably be more authentic to Mexico was, I thought it was normal. And so it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad or we were wrong and awful or anything like that. It's just, you know what you know and are comfortable with what you're comfortable with. And I don't know, maybe tacos are a real bad example, but I think you know what I mean. Families are your family and the DNA part, the biological part is you know what you know and you compare it most likely to the earthly definition of families and what you see other families. And there we go right there in terms of why do we compare? Because we're all different. We're all unique and that's not necessarily bad or good. And there might have been bad things that happened in your family. And if that's the case, I am so sorry. And my prayer is that you would connect with a heavenly father who is perfect and understands exactly where you're coming from and also offers you the opportunity for grace and mercy and forgiveness so that you can reclaim and make a family for yourself. And that's where I would go to 
sort of this definition that I found from the womenspodium.com about a group of people who have each other's back. Um, loyalty, selflessness, love, genuine care, concern for others, serving each other, and loving hard on each other, loving God first and loving your family next. And it's super duper important. And we have some friends that do just that, that are our family when our family lets us down, or they're our family almost as an extended part of our family because we've just become such good friends. And some of my best family friends I might not connect with, but a few times a year or a long time just based on circumstances. But it's when you do, it's you've picked up where you left off as if you are true family. And I love that because it's the way that God wants all of us to treat each other like family. I talk a lot about church family because there is that connection. When you share faith in Christ and you actually share time with each other in worship or Bible study or Sunday school or vacation Bible school, one of my favorite things, and I'm in vacation Bible school week this week, and it is fun. And you do become a family unit during that week or when you're worshiping in church every Sunday. And honestly, when you have a tragedy like a death in the family, boy, that church family is right there. They are the ones calling to make sure that you're okay and um, baking food for you or sending a plant or serving at the funeral luncheon and just making sure that you are okay. And there is comfort in that. And there is such amazing love that comes from a church family. Again, church isn't for everybody and churches also are very broken, but they're never going to fix, be fixed if we don't become part of them and look for a way to help and fix them and make them better and make them appealing for everybody and include all. So don't discount church because it's not the way you want it to be because it'll never be the way you want it to be if you're not there making suggestions on how to make it better. So I just know that my church family is amazing because I've developed relationships with those people and those people have developed relationships with me. And that's where we get to know each other and that's how we help each other. And they're not all perfect. There's some people at my church that drive me completely crazy. There's some people at my church that are rude sometimes. And if you have a really good relationship with somebody, you tell somebody, hey, that was really rude and you need to fix it. And they might do that to you too. Good relationships can um, maneuver the good and the bad. And good family relationships do that too. 
Um, you want to test a family relationship? Yeah, have one of your have your mom or dad die, and then as grown-ups deal with everything. Yeah, you really find <laughs> find out how to um, maneuver family relationships. And if they're worth it, you do it. You know what I'm saying? Any relationship is like that. So family works hard in the good and the bad times to take care of each other. You've heard it said that um, blood is thicker than water, and that is talking about the importance of family. Jesus actually says, obedience is thicker than blood. I stole that straight from Eugene Peterson. He is the um, author, and when I say author, he's really the translator of the message version of the Bible, which I love because it takes the scripture and it puts it into modern English that helps us understand it a little bit. And some would say that it's a little bit interpretive, and that could be true, but at least it gets us to think and we can match it to um, other scripture. I have a really cool Bible that is side by side, um, the New International Version, which I love, and then right next to it is the message. So you can read one and then read the other and kind of compare so Matthew 12, 46 is titled Jesus's mother and brothers in the NIV. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers for whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. In the message, this is how it translates. While he was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brother showed up. They were outside trying to get a message to him. Someone told Jesus, your mother and brothers are out here wanting to speak with you. Jesus didn't respond directly, but said, who do you think my mother and brothers are? He then stretched out his hand toward his disciples. Look closely. These are my mother and brothers. Obedience is thicker than blood. The person who obeys my heavenly father's will is my brother and sister and mother. That is Jesus Christ telling us that when we believe in God, that we become part of the family of God, and that then we will know Jesus and we will become a brother and a sister in Christ. And it is the obedience to God that makes us part of God's family. And it goes beyond that too. It is the connection that we make, the relationship that we have. We all know that in your own family, 
You might not have a relationship with every single member of your family, your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, on down the line, your grandpa and grandma. You might not know every single member of your family in a way that is up close and personal. That is the same with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And that is why we need to look at people differently. We need to look at them like they are our brothers and sisters in Christ and and find out who they are and why they are who they are and what makes them tick and what they love and what they don't love and why we may agree and why we may disagree. And Sometimes we have to agree to disagree, but we do it with love and not with hate. Loving God and loving people is also what Jesus told us to do. And the loving people is where it could even say, love God, love your family, because we are the family of Christ. When you love people, you are loving the people God created in his image. And that is so incredibly important. And so out of the mouth of Jesus tells us that anybody who follows God's will and who obeys God is a brother and sister in Christ. And I think that's really gives me reason to contemplate all people. And I would be lying if I said I love everyone. I want to love everyone in the world, but I do run into people I don't love so much, but I have to rethink and remind myself that these are brothers and sisters in Christ. And these are family members that I need to take care of. And I need to work hard to be compassionate for and ask God for grace and mercy to love them. I'm going to keep going with a couple Bible verses because Even though I'm a hippie Christian, the Bible is definitely my handbook, my definite go-to for conversation with God and for direction from God. And we may not be able to fully understand it or fully interpret it with absolution. And that would drive my church crazy because I know that they would say we can. I just think it is the word of God and it is living and breathing. And while it does not change, humans are not perfect. And so we can't possibly understand it fully, but it is important that we look at it and study it and contemplate it and question it and compare it to what it says about different topics. And when there seems to be a conflict, we talk about it and pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit for help. So I'm going to keep going on that for a little bit. 
as it applies to the topic of family. And last week I shared Ephesians 1, 4 through 6. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for the adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In in, um, Ephesians 1.5, where it talked about adoption to sonship, that really was like a legal term referring to adoption or the full legal standing of an adopted male heir in the Roman culture. I got that from BibleGateway.com. Bible Gateway is a really good website for looking up verses and um, getting some footnotes and things like that. And so, so it really is like a legal adoption, which is kind of super stinking cool. But he predestined us. He knew when he created you that he wanted you to be adopted into the family of Christ. And so, again, that's where there are people out there we don't really care for. And we have to remember that they are in the family of Christ. And I think some people might disagree in terms of you don't become a member of the family of Christ until you are baptized. But it doesn't actually say that here. And so it says, he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. And granted, that is a gift given to us freely, and it is made permanent in baptism, and it is made permanent in acceptance. But again, it's not what we do, it's what Christ does for us. It is what God has done, and he is predestining predestining us to become members of his family. And to me, that is beautiful. And I love talking about it. I'm going to take a little break. Um, Learn how to make a podcast yourself on Anchor. Here is a little ad about it. Welcome back. So later in Ephesians, um, verse chapter three, verse six, it says, this mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members of one body and sharers together in the promised in Christ Jesus. So members together of one body. And so that speaks of the body of Christ, which is the church, 
which then would be family, right? If that makes any sense. We were predestined to be heirs adopted as sons and daughters of God the Father and brothers and sisters to Jesus Christ. And here it is talking about both Gentile and Jew. Um, through the Jewish people, Jesus Christ would become human. And so they are often called the chosen people. But Jesus came for the Gentiles too. And it is this mystery is that through the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel and members of one body, one family. And I back that up because in Colossians chapter 1, and it is verse, not voice, verse um, 25, 24. So in Colossians 1 verse 24, um, Paul's talking about his work for the church. And he says, now I rejoice in what I'm suffering for you. And I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's affliction for the sake of his body, which is the church. So he's saying the body of Christ, which is the church. And so when you go back to being members of one body, members of the church, which is the family of Christ. And so again, you go all the way back to Genesis when he says we are created in his image. Everyone created equal, male and female created equal and created in the image of God. And there are so many people on this earth that we can't even fathom. And the truth is they are all predestined to be part of the family of Christ. And there is being, there is an acceptance of that on our behalf, similar to how we react and handle our own families. If we are part of it and build those relationships, chances are our family life is good. If we're not part of it, and maybe it's by your own will or by the will of somebody else or beyond circumstances beyond your control, you have the opportunity to be part of the family of Christ and part of a family. And how do you create that family is to find people who share faith in God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit with you. And maybe that's through a church. It's a real easy way. 
And sometimes you might go to a church and it doesn't feel very comfortable. Chances are that's probably not the church for you. Keep going until you feel that comfort level. And that's pr- and ask God for help. Ask God to show you what church you're supposed to be part of. I like lots of brands of churches. I disagree with lots of things at many churches, but most of the time, I don't worry about it because as long as they are worshiping God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit and celebrating a risen Lord Jesus Christ as our savior, that's all I need. And so I think it's important to look for that. And so I only suggest church because it's a great way to connect with others, but maybe you do some sort of outside Bible study. Go ahead and start it yourself. Yeah, you don't really know what to teach. You don't really know how to do it. Who cares? Get people that are interested in the same topic in the same book or this or want to study a book of the Bible. Ask somebody that might know something. But when you start centering your conversation around God, and church is a great place to do it, or a small group that shares similar beliefs or even different beliefs. And you just want to learn more and study more and pray more and get to know God more. That's where you start to become part of the body of Christ. That's where you start to learn who God is and getting to know him more. And as you get to know God more, it helps you get to know each other more. And so I'm just going to end with that. I'm just going to end with the fact that we are family and we are family because we are created in the image of God and we are created to be in relationship with God and with each other. And it all goes back to Jesus telling us that there are two commandments, love God and love people. And when we do that, we are family. Now I want to sing, I've got all my sisters with me, but I'm telling you, if you're listening, you are a brother and sister of Christ and you're part of my family. So we are family. So I shared with you that in this four-part episode of or series on grief that my mom died and it's awful Uh, but honestly it hasn't destroyed me as much as I thought it was going to and I have some thoughts on that and so my next series is going to talk about grief it is both awful and somewhat beautiful all in one. So join me for my series on grief and hopefully you can learn something through my story and hopefully it'll help you and hopefully you don't have to ever go through it, but it's pretty much inevitable as life and death 
are just part of life. So thank you so much. I am Chrissy Baki. I'm the Hippie Christian Who Cares. And if you want to contact me, it's hippiechristianwhocares at gmail.com. Thank you for being my family. And I look forward to you listening more in the future. Subscribe and share. After all, you are my family, right? <laughs>